You are listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy Podcast, my favorite podcast to listen to on long flights across the galaxy. This is the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 170, or what are we on, three this time? Because we just recorded, okay, so this is 173 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. We recorded 172 five minutes ago, because next week is Christmas. This week is Christmas. This week is Christmas, so Merry Wait, Christmas. Christmas was yesterday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So tune in next week to hear our Christmas presents. Yeah, you're not <laughs> going to get those this week. No, we're not going to get them this week. We'll get them next, we'll, we got them yesterday, but then we'll report about them next week. As confusing as that is. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Everything that's happening now is happening now. Yes. When will then be now? Soon. Soon, don't you know? So last episode, I talked about picking up a bunch of blind boxes for Micro Galaxy Squadron. Yes. And during the break, I went downstairs and looked. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. Now I got to find another Ewok. <laughs> I Once you said Captain Rex, I went, that was Captain Rex. Yeah, so he's I a found, chase. Found the chase. So uh, pretty cool. How and was your I week checked, last week? Um, uh, Same as it was five minutes ago. It was okay. Oh, I got, for you wouldn't believe it, dude. I got a, a Sabine TIE fighter. Wow. <laughs> You went all the way up to Canada for that? Yes, I went all the way up to Canada and found it sitting in an H and E. How was uh, how was Niagara Falls? Niagara Falls was great. Jim and Pam were there. They got married. Nice. Got to see a wedding cold for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a few years outdated. Buffalo might be covered in snow. Right. Uh, what Bills. else did I? Huh? Go Bills! Go Bills! Yeah. Uh. I went down Niagara Falls in a bucket or barrel. Does people still do that? Barrel. No, they don't do that anymore. It's pretty illegal to do that. <laughs> Have you ever been to Niagara Falls? No, I haven't. It, it is it is scary, the power of that. And you could just see the current just uh, just blowing towards the, the falls. Like it is a strong current. And if you get if you get into that water, you're gone. There's no hope for you. Well, I, I know. Well, I grew up in Louisiana. As people don't know about that, but you you cross over the Mississippi River pretty regular when you're going to, out of town or going to New Orleans and stuff. And you realize how powerful water is, you know, when you see that current and you see that, you know, a boat has to start, you know, if they're crossing the river, they have to start way to the left to make it to the right so that they're not fighting the current as they're crossing. Yeah. And um, speaking of, well, Back in the day when they had the Georgia Dome here, not the Georgia Dome had like a tent over it. Had like um, it, this is, it was a it's a fabric dome, fabric covering on it, and fabric-ish. there was a really heavy, huh? Fabric ish, 
Yes. So it was, it wasn't a typical steel. It was some kind of fabric or very strong fabric or whatever. It's a pressurized dome. Was it? I think so. At least the one in Syracuse is like, that's how they keep the fabric pushed up is because the pressure inside pushes like a balloon. Oh, well, you're the, you're the, uh, construction guy so you know more about that stuff than i'm me. an architect i designed the georgia dome so if you have any more specific questions about the georgia dome i can answer those for you awesome but anyway long story short there was a really bad rain and like rain had some water had collected on part of the dome and busted it and um i was at like the next game or something and once the water had fallen it had like broken seats away and stuff so you don't realize the power of water until you see something like that and you're it, you know, yeah, water's some uh, pretty powerful stuff. It's crazy powerful. Yeah. I think about it every time I flush the toilet. <laughs> um, Yeah, I just did lines of Coke all week. <laughs> that was my week. Is that why you're all jumpy now? That's why I'm all jumpy. I didn't have any money for Star Wars stuff. I was doing illegal things. <laughs> Anybody who knows me in person knows that's the farthest thing from the truth that's why i'm laughing so hard. i wasn't expecting that to come out of your mouth like yeah i did lines of coke off of hookers it was great chances are i had too much sugar this past week <laughs> you probably did yeah i was so mandy had christmas parties with this uh, is my stash by the way <laughs> m m's oh man christmas yeah, mandy, m m's mandy had a christmas party uh thursday and friday and i'm just like in the kitchen trying to get my coffee and i was like this is not the good time of year to try to not eat sweets because there's just stacks of stuff sitting on my kitchen counter that people had given her and you know cookies and sweets and then she's bringing me cake from it the other night she brings a cake home and it's like 10 o'clock. She gives me a piece of cake with a fork. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm not eating this. And she's like, at least take a bite. I'm, oh, yeah. My goal in 2024 will be to get back on the Weight Watchers regime, regime, mm -hmm. uh, or not regime, um, schedule practice. Right. Uh, cause I don't want to be looking at photos at Rogue Fun and be like, oh, look at me. Yeah. I'm so disgusting. It's like, <laughs> People are standing next to Jabba the Hutt. Ezra's going to be there? Yes. It <laughs> took me a second. Yes, Ezra Bridger. I'm going to be dressed up as Ezra Bridger, and I'll be like, look at me. I'm Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, Rogue Fun is going to be uh, four months away. Dude, it's it right, is. Right around the corner. It, it's scary because I'm I'm kind of planning the trip to, to Huntsville to that comic-con because it looks like there's going to be a really badass rebels reunion when is um, that huh when is it it's in april it's april like 12th or so it's the oh. weekend before tax day it is oh i'm bringing i just had it up and i closed my facebook so i'm not paying attention to it and now of course facebook is like what do you want to do it's april 12th through the 14th in mm -hmm. huntsville's in FBC South Hall, Huntsville, Alabama. And they've actually got some good guests coming. It, it's got some people from the office. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to be a full Rebels reunion. They just haven't announced Tina yet. Uh, what was her name? Sakar. Takar. Huh? Tia Sakar. Tia. Okay. Tia. I don't know why I want to call her Tina. 
Tina, T, Tia. They haven't announced her yet, and they haven't announced Freddie Prince Jr. So hopefully, maybe you get they'll announce it while we're recording. Um. So anyway, yeah. And then when we stop recording, I need to talk to you about Huntsville. So remind me once we stop when we stop recording. Um. I'll forget. Don't worry. Yeah, totally. So anyway, yeah, it, it you start planning. It's April, and you, so you're four months away from this, and then you go, "Oh crap, May's next week, the month yeah. after this." So yeah. it's like you can count it on one hand. Less than that, yeah. It's more like uh, like a little push the thumb down a little bit. Action. It's like four and four and a half. Yeah, it's like right four. there, man. It's it's scary how close that is, and before you know it, it'll be here. Before you know it, Jason, you will be singing karaoke to a room full of people buying toys. Yeah. Do you have a karaoke song picked out? You're going to do gay bar or something, right? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to figure it out. You Maybe thrive do... in chaos. I thrive in chaos? Yes. I yeah. yeah. So you're going to find something chaotic and sing it. Yeah. I'll sing like some, oh, let the bodies hit the floor or something. Yeah. That's that's Anakin's song, apparently. <laughs> dude if you guys y'all need to I, I i i we plug these guys a lot but force of course did uh their last episode they did uh theme songs for characters and it's it's pretty good they they took all the characters like and everybody picked a theme song for them so i i sent him one for leia which i thought was a very strong um contender but i you know we'll see if they use it i don't think they'll so use it Give him an example, like so. Princess Leia, what song would represent Princess Leia best? Um, I like that song. I'm a bitch by whatever the lady's name. It's like I'm a mother, I'm a fighter, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint, and just it I'm feels a like it just galactic uh, senator, right? It just fits Leia. You know, when you look at Leia, yes, you know, calling her a, a b word is not the best thing, but then you, it, it's become kind of, I guess, empowering a little bit to some women, and. It fits her, you know, because she can she can turn that you know turn that on if she needs to, you uh, know. Meredith, like when she, Meredith huh? Brooks sing that song. Meredith, okay, that Meredith Brooks song, um, and I just the I feel it fits Leia very well, so we'll we'll see if they use it, um, because it's like when she needed to turn the B button on, she just she would, you know, and take charge of things. Yeah, um, and she's a mother and a fighter and a sinner and a saint. It just I think it fits. It, at least the chorus fits fits Leia very well. Um, and then like yeah, you said was it let the body hit the floor with Anakin or was it? That's what you said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be an a good Anakin song. Uh, I forgot which other ones they did. They did like four younglings, do, huh? Four younglings. Yeah, yeah. The younglings hit the floor. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when you like hear a podcast and you're like i gotta steal that idea and but you have to give them like but they do yeah they do some cool stuff like that anyways yeah anyways it's our year in review yeah we have, no, we have no news because we reported it an hour ago yeah well you didn't see the news about the sabine spinoff tv show no what was Sabine, it? Sabine has her own TV show now. It's going to be 74 episodes <laughs> broken up into seven seasons. And it'll be her and Ahsoka fighting Shin Hati and whoever they were in Balin. 
And the Knights of Ren. And the Knights of Ren. It'll be start. Yeah. It'll show the start of the Knights of Ren and what happens to the mother, father, and sister. Yeah. And brother. Yeah. yeah. And the third cousin, the roommate <laughs> in college, the drunk <laughs> uncle, all of those characters from yes. the Mortis trilogy. That would be great. You know, yeah. people like us would love it, but everybody else would be like, what is this crap? Yes. <laughs> the pet. <laughs> I'm sure the pet's going to play a part in it. But <laughs> The loath cat will show up. Oh my God. Or actually, what will happen is I'll have to shoot a scene that Ezra shows up and like takes care of the loath cat so they can calm that down. Yeah. Something uh, like that. Yeah. You know, it'd be funny. It'd be funny as crap to see something like that in a Star Wars universe, like a buddy comedy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think anything would be fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah, something just give us a left hook. Yeah. So safe. Take a let, swing. Why? Yeah, let Tycho, Tycho do it because, dude, I tell you what, man, uh, what we do in the shadows is funny as crap. Now that yeah. you, you, you just, and it's just funny stuff. Um, I was watching the episode where they like, he starts talking, he, one of the guys realize here's come on Eileen. I mean, this is happening present day and here's come on Eileen for the first time. And he's like, I wrote that a hundred years ago. And he just, they're going through all the songs that he wrote a hundred years ago. And it's all like modern stuff that people uh, found. It's just, Oh, it's just, it's just, it's a funny show. If you like the office and you like stuff like that, it it's pretty funny. So, um, you had written notes about 2023 and your uh, thoughts about what you've picked up, places you visited, time the the time spent with others, and I kind of copied that. So I'm just gonna follow your lead, and when you start talking about something, I'll I'll bring it up too. Okay. Um. So this is our 20 year of 2023 review. It's uh, I just kind of like you said. I'm just gonna yeah. You just kind of put my thoughts down. Huh? 2023 condensed into one episode instead of four. <laughs> right. Well, we have no special guests like we did last year, which no. was kind of fun, but it does get, um, it's a lot to edit when you have that many people. Um, so I'm just going to start off with my, my trips. Uh, I didn't do that many this year, uh, because I am trying to save up vacation for next year as far as trips go, but we did do our, uh, Chewbacca's trip down to new orleans uh in january which is the big mardi gras parade which has turned out to be our annual trip to new orleans so we're gonna do it again uh, it's the week of uh martin luther king so the week after mlk or the monday to the monday of mlk through that weekend uh this year so we'll be down there again and then i took my first solo trip to disney which um i got I enjoyed it and I got a lot of flack from people because they're like, you're going to Disney by yourself. Or like people I work with people oh. that don't understand, you know, they're like, why are you going to Disney by yourself? I'm like, cause it's fun. <laughs> and why wouldn't I do Disney? My wife doesn't want to go, Yeah, you know, and I'd be dragging her around. I mean, how else would you be able to go in the park from 8 a.m. to 1, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m.? Right. I, I couldn't do that with my wife. <laughs> She'd be she'd be mad at me you know she'd be it would be hell the next day and then and then you get up at 8 a.m or you get up at 6 a.m the next day to be back at the parks at 8 a.m so i can't do that with another person yeah 
when, when you're, when you, as much fun as I enjoyed, as much as I enjoy having my family with me for those trips, taking a solo trip was that much better. I mean, you do miss the family part, but you're, when you're by yourself, you can do whatever you want and you can hit all the single riders and it just, it, it was a fun trip. Um, yeah. Do you take any fun trips this year? I took a couple, uh, I went to Myrtle beach and that was weird because, uh, my two oldest didn't go. So it was just my youngest and my wife. And so it felt like the family is starting to break up. Yeah. <laughs> it was not easy. You got you you are dealing with because your daughter is what eighteen started college and stuff. Yep, she just oldest. finished her first semester and she's already starting to think about getting her own space. Yeah. So I got to start dealing with uh, birds flying the nest. But you have your she youngest. Yeah, she'll be around for another four years at least. I <laughs> when she graduated, we went down to Disney, so I did get a Disney trip in this year, and that was a lot of fun. I had that special indiana jones whiskey drink with all the sand <laughs> too much sand in the drink which was like cinnamon and was it just cinnamon because cinnamon doesn't dissolve right it adds flavor but it's like it gets stuck in your teeth and it got everywhere yeah clothes it's in your clothes it gets in your fingernails it gets up into your underwear it's not fun um yeah, so that, that was, yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah, and you went to PowerCon too, right? Did you mention PowerCon mention... Indianapolis? It was a great time. PowerCon was a lot of fun. I'm very uh, jealous of that PowerCon trip because I had the opportunity to go, but my band had a really crappy gig that Friday night, so I had to stay and play that. Um, and I'm kind of glad that they're skipping next year for PowerCon because my vacation is pretty much eaten up next year. So I'm hoping in 2025 that we can make another, that we can make a trip out there because it mm -hmm. does feel like you, you have the ultimate power con just sounds awesome. Um, it sounds like an awesome time and you get to meet. I, I, like I said, with all these shows, I'm enjoying the, everything that happens outside of the show more than the show. Uh, and I'm learning to do that. Um, and I think power con would have just been an awesome time. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it feels like a small, intimate show, but it's got a lot of heavy hitters. So it also feels like a big show. And I feel like you get access that you normally wouldn't get because there's just too many people at some of those bigger conventions. So it's definitely worth the time. And people are there for Masters of the Universe and Super 7. They're not there for Star Wars. And you might be able to find a red bar for 40 bucks. Like a co-host of your favorite podcast did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I even talked to Jordan last night. He had, uh, I've got an, I, he came to pick up my old laptop because uh, he he's having computer issues. And I was like, I'm letting him borrow it so he can get some stuff done. And he was like, Yeah, because I'm, because of your experience with PowerCon, he was thinking of doing an overnight at Joe Fest hmm. uh, in Augusta and spending a day in Augusta and seeing the, you know, experiencing it from a different angle. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if it's uh direct one to one. I don't think Joe Fest Joe Fest is getting close because they do have the super not the super seven guys, but they have um this year the Mythic Legions will be there. Mythic Legions is gonna be there, which oh my Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen's gonna be at Joe Fest and Toy Lana. I am like 
my wallet's going to cry because mm-hmm. you, they sell stuff for so cheap and it's so much good. It's quality stuff. Um, but they'll, they'll have like uh, the fresh monkey guys will be there. There's there's at Joe Fest. There's all kinds of other vendors that they're not necessarily selling. They're showing their stuff off, which makes it put brings a different angle to things. Yeah. At um, PowerCon, they have. Who is this toy otter? They had long box heroes, action figures. They did have like Rocketeer stuff, but it was based on the comic books. Mm-hmm. And I have a small Rocketeer collection, but the, the rocket pack is definitely different in the comic book than it is in the movie. And I prefer the movie version. Uh-huh. And so this was, and they also had a bunch of Rocketeer prototypes, but they're the long box comic book version. So I kind of was like, I'm not going to get into that. But they're really cool stuff. I'm kind of surprised you you didn't because you're such a big Rocketeer fan that I I I, I know you also try to limit yourself to only Star Wars. So it, look at the uh, stuff <laughs> behind me. No, I cannot get into something else. <laughs> Whereas me, I'm I I don't want to say I'm done with my Star Wars because you're never really done because something will pop your way, something will come up. But I'm not actively searching Star Wars stuff right now. Right. Because you you you've gotten into the TVC stuff, so you've got something to collect. Whereas I'm more of a vintage guy, and I'm unless I get into ships or I find a ship or I find something I didn't know about or I find a sealed package, something. The little days of purchasing, doing little purchases of Star Wars are almost done for me. Yeah. Unless I find a forty dollar red bar somewhere. Good luck. Yeah. I think you ruined that for everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not really, but not, you know what I'm, yeah. Was I the last person to buy a $40 red bar on the planet? Uh, no. I mean, they're, oh. they're, they're going to show up. People they're, People won't know what they have. I think some people don't uh, don't realize what they have when they throw it in their $5 bins. Mm-hmm. So those are my trips. Well, let's talk about shows since we're kind of, we've already talked about Joe Fest a little bit and kind of going that way. What? What have you thought about all the shows we've been to this year? Like toy shows felt, and stuff. I felt like, um, let's see, shows that I've been to. I guess we'll start with Toylana. Yeah. Hopefully they've made some improvements this year. I felt yeah. like it was overcrowded, mm-hmm. especially with having people in the hallway. Right. Um, I don't think that's a good idea, but it, it's an enjoyable show. I could do less of the 12-inch G.I. Joes. It's a very... It's like model trains. I feel like those those collectors are starting to age out, and I would like to not see them hog the center of Toylanta because it's a ghost town. It really is. Everyone's um, on the peripheral on the outside because that's where all the non GI Joe stuff is, and so it gets crowded on the outside. And then it's very easy to walk in the middle because a lot of that stuff is the twelve inch Joes. Yeah, I. The the problem with Toy Lana is that that's how it started. It was a Joe, it was Joe Lana, and um, it was twelve inch GI Joes is how that show started, and then it just progressed into something else. And they've actually split the shows off to do a Joe Lana and a Toy Lana, and Joe Lana was where they were supposed to send all the twelve inch GI Joes. And I just think it became a jumble mess of two different shows that they do twice a year instead of being a definite break breaking the show two shows up. Um, because yeah, it, those 12 inch GI Joe guys run that show or rule that show. 
And that's part of the reason why I think they haven't found a better space uh, with that show is because those 12 inch GI Joe guys are like, no, we want to, we want to be able to stay where we're um, have a hotel room where we're in the same building. So we don't have to drive five minutes between a, a you know, between a hotel room and the show. And um, yeah, I think if they were to do something to where they got rid of those 12 inch GI Joe guys, not get rid of, but to limit the power that they have, that it would be a lot better show. And this is our hometown show. This is a show that I look forward to for the last mm -hmm. 12 or 13 years. Um, and it just, I don't know if it's your, your, once the veil comes off and you become more and more involved with something, you realize it's not all puppy dogs and rainbows. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's the, what's going on or is it just the fact that it's Grow, growing pains, growing pains or what, but what it, what it used to be versus what it's becoming or what it will become. Yeah. A uh, couple of quick highlights with Toylanta before we finish and, and leave that. Uh, Blue Box Designs, Dan Lowe, he made uh, custom Wilro Hood action figures for myself and Orion and I think Lewis. Yeah, I think Lewis too. That was incredible. So check out Blue Box. Is it Blue Box Designs? Uh, yeah, I think if you look Dan Lowe or Blue Box on Instagram, you can find them pretty That easy. was incredible. Um, seeing the Kenner guys up on stage and that just turned into a and a and it was just like us talking to Kenner guys and yeah. and what was your ideas behind this? What was your ideas behind that with uh, Tom Osborne, Tim Effler, Rick Watkins, and Doug Miller? Yeah. That was awesome. That was probably the highlight because, um... You start talking to like Rick and he's like, oh yeah, I, I was the lead on Bill and Ted. And you're just like, what? So, um, you know, I was able to talk to him about my collection and and he, that was his first real show that, that was his first show. And his daughter is the one that pushed him to go because she's like, people appreciate what you did. And he's like, no, they don't. And he, he got out and, um, you know, was able to see it. Unfortunately, he's kind of gone back into the shadows, which I wish he'd, you know, but like Tim Effler and, 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 but it is Todd, right? Tom. Uh, I just said it. Tom yeah. Osborne. Uh, he's, he's def those two are kind of out in the forefront. Um, and I think it's because people are, are wanting them and it just, I, I, it just, it stinks that he kind of just, he's not, you know, back, whatever. I wish he'd come out more. Uh, because it's fun talking to people like that. And, I, and I've got stuff. I actually have a piece with his name on it. And it'd be cool to say, look at what I've got, you know? And yeah. yes, this stuff is important to people. Uh, you know, don't, you know, what, what you please share because these people are, you know, they're getting older, yeah. you know, and, and they've, they, I think they're, they're realizing, you know, that time is not their friend anymore. And, um, as much as that stinks, uh, but it, it's opening them up to to share their their stories, and it, it's fun to listen to those people, and it's fun to uh, now getting into it like I am. It's fun hearing it and 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 appreciating those stories. Um, um yeah, and it was uh, cool to hang out with them again at PowerCon because yeah. I was with Rich at his booth, and they had all the Kenner people right there. So it was Tom Osborne, uh, Tim Effler, and Freddie Thoman. And we were just hanging out, talking all weekend long. So I can get into that in a minute. But the other thing I picked up from Tom Osborne was the Rocketeer Style Guide. Nice. So at one point, Disney had pitched to Kenner, would you like to make 
uh, action figures for the Rocketeer or toys, and they pass him the style guide, and he's held on to it for, oh, God, it's probably been 25, 26, 30 years <laughs> since the Rocketeer That's, came out. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's fun when stuff like that pops out because, like, they did, uh, you know, all the, shoot, Somebody else did did a, a pitch for Star Wars and to see that those figures are just it's really cool to see something that never happened, you know, or something that could have been. Yeah. Um I don't know. We've, yeah, we've, we also first first forte in the four horsemen for me, and you at least you you know, see the 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 power of the four horsemen. Uh that was kind of cool. Uh um, I see the passion, not the power. The passion. Okay. Yeah. Passion. There you go. Passion, that makes more sense. Uh, and what I think Hasbro can learn something from the four horsemen. Now Hasbro is a lot bigger than the four horsemen and they can't do what the four horsemen do. But the fact that they're so passionate about their product and they're so loving of their fans, it was just a breath of fresh air and you get caught up in that real easy. Uh, and you become a fan of that product just because the people are so cool and you're like, it, it happens a lot where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to give you some money because I've spent an hour talking to you. And then you find out how awesome their stuff is. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got a lot to talk about. So let me, <laughs> yeah. let me race through a couple of the moments. Uh, yes. PowerCon was awesome. Like I had said, uh, one of the important things I think that came out of that was that Freddie Thoman had taken his camera to, uh uh the day that boba fett walked through the halls in 1979 and he took photos and that was the day they took the photo for the card back of the 21 card back yeah we were able to figure out that there is a white line that comes out of boba fett's helmet and down around his shoulder and that's the only part you see is this white line that kind of cuts through the shoulder for the longest time people thought it was a mistake and printing mistake and it's just been replicated forever but that day uh, we were able to see who was under the mask through these photos, and we were able to see that he was wearing one of those voice changers or like a headset, and it went down to a speaker. And so it was the white wire that actually that you see in the card back. So that was kind of solved this 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 time around. Um, the Georgia Alliance, the Star Wars Collectors Toy Show. Yeah, I had that listed. That was awesome and exhausting at the same time. Yeah. That plus the painting with a twist night uh, that yeah. we did. Oh, I forgot I we did that. That that was last year. Wow. Yeah, I think that gave me the confidence that we could do this. Uh, right. Real fun. Uh, coordinating with all those different people and um, coordinating with external vendors. It's just like, oh yeah, we could do we could do our own mini con. And guess what? We're doing we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it, Jason. We're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, yeah, no, that was, that was a fun day. It, and it, there again, you don't realize how much, um, goes into something like that until you're in the middle of it. And then you're like, it's like we said, it's like a wedding. You, you do all these planning and then it's over as soon as yeah. you, uh, so yeah, that was fun. We had uh second chance toys, uh, helped us out with that. And, uh, I, I always got a shout out David and chance. Cause they're just, they're, they're so awesome to this community in Atlanta and they're so awesome to the club and, you know, they're, they're always, they welcome us with open arms anytime we need something. Um, and they're just, it's just a cool toy shop. So if you're yeah. ever in the Mary, is it? Yeah. It's Marietta uh, area. Check out second chance toys. They're right next to, in the same 
uh, shopping center is Dr. Nose. So if you know where Dr. Dr. Nose is a pretty big comic book uh, store in the area. So they're in the same shopping center as them. Yep. So that was exhausting. That was fun. We raised a lot of money for Choa. Got a lot of vendors out there to help participate. There were some challenges that went with that, which I won't mention. Um, just because it's it was the dog place. So it's, oh, I'll yeah. mention well, it. It it's... smelled like urine. So we <laughs> had to go in a couple of days before and do our best to clean out the smell. And I think we're pretty successful with that. Yeah, I think we were. And and you're you learn to deal with vendors that, you know come you get on a wait list and cancel and it just you're yeah. dealing you learn to deal with a bunch of different people and it just it yeah it wow yeah it was just fun i'll tell you um, what i learned from that yes. is that when we work together we could be successful right we're better as a team yes we are and uh yeah it was just it was it was it was fun um the fifth anniversary coaster set we wrapped that up that was good that was a good fundraiser yeah um that helped offset some of the costs for the summer social which was great um the summer social was a blast yeah because we got the, the the probably the best part about that is you get to uh like having being friends with the kenner guys uh tim effler did a did a he did a panel jurassic park yeah a jurassic park panel to preview for something that he's working on it's like hey i've got this panel i'm working on and i need to to knock the rust off of it and and knock the kinks out of it and he showed it to us uh you know probably you got to see it with like 20 30 people yeah and it's just it's cool you you realize how awesome and how you know what i mean the more i get into this hobby and the more you get around these people the more you appreciate it yeah the the time that these people are willing to give you oh real quick yeah. the 501st i want to mention them thank you for coming out to the gaswc toy show yeah, I forgot they came out. Yeah, five oh first. Five oh first have been awesome to us too. Yeah, that was the first time uh, the club collaborated with them on something. So that was that was awesome and special. That's Chris, right? That's running Charles, the five. Charles. Charles. Okay. Yeah, he's and he's because we've had such a good experience with that. They're more open to come out for more stuff. And we'll just so leave it, it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, uh, uh Chattanooga. Chattanooga Con was awesome. Hanging out yes. with you and Susan and Sam and Hannah. Watching yeah. you geek out <laughs> over uh, Harrison Dula, meeting her. That was just, that was awesome because the con wasn't that busy. And people that were there, I mean, people were there to see Vanessa, but I was able to spend like a half an hour between a couple of different times talking to her and realizing that she's a geek too. And she geeked out over stuff. And you talked to her about her meeting Ashley Eckstein and like bawling when she met like ugly crying when she meets Ashley. And you're like, you know what? I can let some of my guard down because I didn't want to be that freaky 47 year old guy. That's geeking out over a voice actor from a TV show. But then you learn it's okay to be that to geek out, you know, and let your guard down. Um, so it was just, it was a fun time, uh, like, you know, hanging out with Hannah and Sam, uh, the people that are helping part of the admins of the Tennessee club and, and, and Susan and, you know, being able to go to lunch with them and spend another hour, just, you know, whenever you can spend an hour over a meal with people, it, it brings a new level to your friendship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was, it was fun to do that. 
with those guys. But oh. yeah, meeting Vanessa Marshall was freaking amazing. I was so happy we did that. Um, and then I can't wait for Huntsville. I'm going to be a freaking, I'm going to lose my, oh, at Huntsville. It's, I'm just, I'm all, I'm ready for it. <laughs> this is, this is something I've been waiting since 2017 for, um, to meet all those guys. And now that Rebels has wrapped up and the Ahsoka show came out, it everything just means that much more. Um, and I just, I can't wait. Um, episode 139, our Micro Galaxy Squadron episode with Max, John, and Glenn. Um, that's got the most views on YouTube, which I'm excited about because I felt like that was an exci- uh, a successful show, yes. successful episode where we learned a lot about the process of making toys, um, which is always fascinating. We are a collector-focused podcast, and so to have content cre- uh, content creators uh toy makers come on and talk about their process and reveal the tie bomber for the first time and just talk about the process of making toys and then the the warm reception that it got online um it just felt great to have one great successful show not that all shows are not successful and great but that one was pretty special yeah no that was a fun show um yeah no i it was a great show it was great getting to know max over the year um getting to see the you know getting to getting into the nitty-gritty with that with that toy line um and then the flip side of the coin as far as um uh, what i and I, I hate talking the bad with the good uh but you got to do it is you learn the disappointment in a toy line this year because you were i was so excited for this toy line micro galaxy squadron and i still am excited but my excitement went from a thousand to probably 50 with this line i'm still hunting it and it's still you know because you you just you gotta hunt you know i mean that's part of being a toy collector um hope alive yeah you keep hope alive you keep hoping that one day you're gonna see that sabine tie fighter in a in a in a store or you'll see something that you can maybe trade for that figure um and it's just like now when i figured out that i had a chase and i didn't even know it because i wasn't interested in that one i'm interested in the in the the other one but then Mm -hmm. you realize oh crap i had good luck and found the chase um it's something to it's a toy line to chase even though it frustrates the crap out of me uh because of the way that series two was handled and that's of course the one with the one that i want the most which is the sabine tie fighter of course um so it was, it was a, as, as a, you had, you, you learned the ups and downs of being a, the ups and downs of being a toy collector. And I learned that this year. And, um, I mean that, that whole series, it, it started with us going, finding them at celebration in 22 and talking to them and seeing everything they were doing. And you, you got to watch it start from nothing and get blown up and do really good and then the disappointment in it um Mm -hmm. so it's it's been an interesting journey with the micro galaxy squadron and i really hope that's a line they can turn around because it's an awesome line um and i i don't know it i i enjoy the line i still enjoy the line no matter how much it frustrates me it it's like a a bad relationship you know where you're just like it's like uh jan and and michael it's like that relationship where i don't know i don't know how to describe it you know as much as huh contentious yes as much as i love it it kills me at the same time um 
Yeah, we we need to start moving on. Yeah. Do you have any other late. top moments so we can get into the top pickups? Oh, I got a new puppy. That was fun until he got bit by a snake. That's about my survived. own. He survived. He, survived. Happy he ending, did happy survive. Ending. He did survive. Um, Copperhead. Copperhead. So that was fun. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's it. That's the top moments. I didn't. Yeah, wow, it's it's amazing when we get into stuff. We're like, oh man, this isn't gonna. We're we're not gonna be able to fill an episode. And before you know, I remember, time. But I yes. remember why like, last year we had four different episodes because we kept talking about these things and stretched it out. <laughs> it's not on purpose for stretching it out. It's just you know it's been thirty minutes and we've been talking about top moments. We haven't even got to the pickups yet. Yeah. So obviously. The red bar for forty bucks is high on my list this year. Right, that that's an awesome pickup. That, um, yeah, you don't realize how awesome a pickup that was until you like go to second chance and there's a beater for three hundred dollars. Yeah, well, the day I picked it up, there was a comparable one that was sold online for eight hundred and fifty bucks. Right, and you're not we're not talking numbers because of you know you're wanting to flip it or anything. Or, you know, you're, you're looking at it as a good deal, you know, you, uh, steal. <laughs> yeah, it was a steal and you even brought up to the, the guy brought it up to you. Yeah. You know, I think that might be the chase or the, the variant. He said, but he said, I know there's a variant. I don't know if that's it or not. Yeah. And I distinctly just like, remember exactly what he said, because I was just like, this doesn't feel right. But when he said that, I'm like, oh, it's probably a fake. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you, you, you know, for five minutes worth of, uh, Googling, you cost yourself several hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that just because of the value you have in that pickup, I think that's the top pickup as far as everything, you know, just, it, it's just one of those stories. It's like finding a, a $1 prototype in a, in a bin in Cincinnati. It's that kind of story, you know, that's your dream right there. That's my dream, but it's not going to happen because yeah. everybody's doing it. Everybody looks. Um, I think my number one pickup, because it was a, um, a check off of the list for me, because I, you know, you got as a toy collector, you feel like you're a curator a little bit and you, you know, you want to get certain pieces of the line as they will go down the line. You know, you want to get a wax sculpt, you want to get a, a wood pattern, you want to get a mold, you want to get a first shot, you want to get a hard copy. So you want to try to get those examples in your collection. And um, one of my goals, like, cause I've got a wood pattern and I've got hard copies and I've got first shots, but one of the goals was to find a wax sculpt. And I had a, the wax sculpt, alternate sculpt uh, bill from Bill and Ted come my way, uh, got offered to me. So um, I sold one of my big purchases from the year before, which was a DT Luke, which um, to fund that purchase, and as much as it hurts selling that DT Luke, I know I can, I know they're readily available. You just need the funds mm -hmm. where getting a wax sculpt, it's a once in a lifetime, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a one of thing. So, uh, to have that in my collection is a big, big, it's checks off. It goes with my collection and, and it checks off a piece of production that I wanted to have. Another thing that I picked <laughs> up this year, I missed that cue. Um, <laughs> I picked up some original micro machine art. I got the Chewbacca transforming head playset, which I don't think they they produced that one. I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. 
They, uh, yeah, I think Ma- they do because I think I have it. Earl McCarthy did a bunch of art for Galoob. He did for Masters of the Universe. Come to find out, he did like 70 different toy lines. And one of them was Micro Machines. He was a concept artist. And he and for Micro Machines, he would sculpt, the, he would draw things, and the sculptors would use those drawings as inspiration for inspiration for their sculpt. I also picked up the Dash Rendar that he drew for that that action figure, the minifigure. And uh so I was very happy to pick up some original art like that from Micro Machines. Next like major purchase was I had kind of um is a double purchase because there again all my stuff has to do with Bill and Ted because I don't remember any like major Star Wars purchases I made. Uh well no, you know what? I did get a well let's let's I'll go back. Did I get my first shot Wampa? I don't remember. I got a first shot Wampa. I think I got it this year. Um, yeah, first shot from the modern line. First shot Wampa. Um, I think that came in this year. I can't remember. But um, yeah, because you had tagged me in one, and I'm like, dude, I got one. And you're like, do you need two? And I should have because that was a good deal. That was like two hundred bucks. Yeah, that was a steal for that piece. Um, the other thing I picked up, uh, so I picked up some Japanese micro machines, which is cool. I got four of those. Those are uh, unique packaging. Uh, but the other big thing that I picked up this year was a hard copy action fleet tie interceptor. That was awesome. And so, um, I like that a lot. I, I mean, I like it. I love it a lot. I've talked about this before, but, uh, come to find out that there. The mold that they used for foot photography is the same mold that I have. So last night I picked up a little booklet that came with Action Fleet as they were reviewing like future waves and the TIE Interceptor was one of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like looking at, it's just so small. I was looking at the, the photo and looking at mine and trying to find things to say like, oh wait, this is that. And this is, you know, related to the one that I have. So this must be the photo uh, photography model. That, and I, yeah. it's just, Sorry. No, that would be awesome. Yeah, I know. I, I, you need a magnifying glass or something on your iPhone. But yeah, I, I can understand, definitely understand that because I've done that with a couple of my Bill and Ted pieces where you're just, you're looking for like one mark that you could yeah. pinpoint them. And you just need one mark that you could see and boom, it's the same piece. But it's so small now and there's little paint dings here and there. And mm-hmm. so it's been weather just a little bit. And maybe the paint is faded and who knows how many are out there. So right. I can't say with confidence that this is the photography version, but it is uh, pre-production. It is incredible. It's got more detail than the, obviously the production version. So extremely excited to have that as part of my collection. And it's great. Awesome. My, um, so let me go back to what I was speaking about before I remembered I had got a first shot Wampa. Um, was i got a it was a bunch of pictures of the wax sculpts of bill and ted pre-production used or or pre-production stuff and then a um presentation board which has our buddy rick's name on it so um yeah that was a kind of a combination that i got so that was another top pickup for me And that's all I have. I mean, I've oh, got, that's it? I mean, the cantina I started in January, June of 2022. Um, and so to be on the other end of printing that out and building it and uh, having it come together, I think that's quite a, an accomplishment. So 
I mean, that's the only other quote pickup that I have. Um, yeah. Um, this is, it's a pickup, but it's not going to be out till next year sometime. Uh, them finally doing a HasLab ghost after just waiting patiently for that ship to come out in more than just Lego form or Galactic Heroes form of them coming out with a, a, a version of that ship that you can actually hold and play with, uh, you know, put figures in. Um, that to me was like a major um, high point in the year. Uh, I remember my wife coming home as I'm watching the the panel of them releasing it and I'm just in tears and she's like, oh my God, who died? And I'm like, no, they're releasing the ghost. Um, well, three years ago, I thought the ghost would be an impossibility. I thought the time of Rebels had passed, and there's yeah. no way that Hasbro's going to go back in time and make uh, a giant ship for content that is past its prime. Right. Yeah, no, that was a major sticking point, I think, for that ship, and a lot of people were poo-pooing on it. They were like, yeah, that's a show from 10 years ago or five years ago. Why would I care about this ship? And then you realize real quick that there was a lot of people, there was enough people that care about it to make it uh, meet all its stretch goals and even push it to to make them release more figures to go with it. Um, and that's another thing where, because that was the first HasLab that I really followed because like, you, you're kind of like, oh, they're doing the sail barge. Oh, they're doing the Razor Crest. Um, those weren't ships that, that resonated with me, but then when they did the ghost and you're watching it and you're hearing the rumors and you're, you're, you're like, okay, they're going to release it. You know, you're, you're watching all the live streams and hoping that they're going to announce it and hoping, and then, oh, we're going to, you know, they keep dragging it out. Um, it was just another thing, like, just like the micro galaxy squadron that you're learning, you know, you're watching it from start to finish and hopefully, mm -hmm. you know. Hopefully it'll be, it'd be nice to have it by Rogue Fun or the Huntsville Comic-Con, but I don't think it'll happen. No, we won't have it before Rogue Fun. That's, that's for certain. Yeah. So is there and anything? The, huh? Yeah. Top moments. I think Ahsoka Shadow Warrior was an awesome episode with uh, Hayden Christensen and that whole flashback thing. And then Mando season three came out at the start of the year. And I think that final episode was was pretty cool with Moff Gideon coming back in full Mando armor. Yeah. I keep forgetting that was this year, man. That was this year. Wow. Yeah, no, those two TV shows, uh, Ahsoka and the uh, Mando season three were both awesome. Uh, you know, they're, Ahsoka, you, you, gosh, you waited five years to see some of that stuff in Ahsoka. Um, I... I I wish it was received better, but I, you know, I don't think you're a star Wars fan unless you complain about something. <laughs> it's getting that bad with star Wars. Stop complaining people. Let's just enjoy what we have because well, I now think, I think of a couple episodes we were complaining about Hasbro. So, well, Hasbro. Uh, yeah. Well, Hasbro's doing some pretty effed up things. I, you know, um, and we're getting ready, you know, as far as the shows go, we're not going to get a show next year or we're not looking to get shows next year because of the show. Yeah, we got the Acolyte and we've got, um, oh, when are the, but those aren't skeleton crew till the end of the year, right? Acolyte should be summer. Okay. Well, never mind then. And, uh, they've decided to hold skeleton crew until the end of the year. Okay. Well, it'll be six months before we have a Star Wars show. Right. Star Wars. It'll content. be a while. Yeah, so we get to 
watch some stuff on Disney Plus and remember what it was like. Remember? Remember? I've been in this fight since I've been six years old. Um, you had goals listed for next year. I think the only goal that I had was execute road fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, uh, I want to, I think my, my, as far as a collecting gold, I'd like to pick up a mold. Um, and Good that's, luck. yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, but it'd be fun to collect, to get a mold from something. Um, and you know, I'd like to, I'd like to grow the club and the podcast. I'd, I'd, I'd like to figure out how to grow those finally. Uh, because it does feel like we've plateaued on both. And it just, aside from spending money on advertising, I don't know what else to do. Right. I think, uh, I think I'm not going to focus on growing the club this year. I'm a quality <laughs> over quantity. Yeah. Not that we haven't been focusing quality, but I don't want to add the pressure of trying to grow the club. Get on board or get off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny because I, um, we were trying to, we were talking about meetups and we're like, let's do every other month. And in the end of the year, we've got month, like four months straight of meetups just because of the way things happened. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what, I mean, the, but I think the start of the year is going to be a slow start and then rogue Fund's going to kick off a lot of stuff for us, hopefully. Yeah. So I'm just focusing on rogue fun and making sure it's the best. People were like already talking about sequels. I'm like, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Your if wife you do, is one of them. Yeah. If yeah. you start talking about sequels and, and you leave something on the table, that's less than what you could possibly do. Like, um, I want to invest all my energy, all my ideas, everything into this. I want to make it the best possible thing. I don't want to hold anything back. Right. No, I'm looking forward to it, man. That'll be, uh, it'll be, I think it'll be a highlight of the year. Truthfully. I hope so. I hope it's not for nothing. <laughs> Dude, I with I think we can have a even if the programming falls on its face, just the people showing up and hanging out will make it memorable. No, I, absolutely. I don't think it's gonna fail. No, I don't it, that that yeah. I think it'll be fun. Right. It'll be very good time. Fun. Yeah, it's then, gonna be rogue fun. <laughs> what kind of fun are we gonna have? Rogue, rogue. fun. It's gonna be fun. Rogue. Yeah. Fun. I think it's gotta be you gotta say it like Bond, James Bond. It's gonna be fun. Rogue, Rogue fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. I'm trying to let's see. Yeah. Everything's good. Everything's We're good. good. I think yeah, that was wrong. an awesome year. Uh if you guys have anything you wanna add to it, email us and we'll we'll uh put it in our Christmas episode. Yeah, and if you're interested in uh Jumping on the call with us sometime in 2024, send us a message. We love, again, we love feedback and we love to make you part of the show, as I say every time. So, um, you mean you actually mean that? Yeah, we actually mean that. And it's not that just because we haven't asked doesn't mean we don't want you on the show. It's just sometimes it's comfort level. Some people are not very comfortable talking and, and having recorded conversations. It's not conversations, but adding a recorded element to a conversation does tie people up and it prevents them from having a fluid conversation, I guess. Right. And so, um, yeah, if you're interested, send us an email or, or message us on Facebook. We would love to have you on sometime. Um, if you're interested and you, you want to be part of it. 
smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We love feedback, and we love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. People collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. (laughs) 